I recently asked Jake, who is a sophomore in high school, why he uses SpikeView to share his learning journey. Um, I think it's really cool that you know SpikeView is really putting that abstract into con concrete data and knowledge and then displaying that to the outside world. And I think SpikeView is different than anything else out there. Um, like I said before, because it's really taking that, you know, the, that those abstract skill sets and those abstract experiences and putting them into data that, you know, is actually mathematic and scientific and, um, you know, that matches you up with the best programs and, um, you know, best places for you. People, um, you know, who are really trying to make those changes in the world and they're going to be using SpikeView because SpikeView is that app where you can, you know, take, take those experiences and take those passions and put them out there. Um, and share with other people and that's you know that's really powerful and that you know that professional networking piece um, you know to be with other like-minded teenagers that puts you ahead that puts you ahead in a lot of ways and so um, you know I think anyone who uses SpikeView right now has a leg up in the future and excited to see you know where those SpikeView alumni head up. Head to SpikeView.com. Start your portfolio now for free. Have you ever thought about creating courses and training online? Without a partner to guide you through that process, you're going to be stressed about why your learners aren't engaged or how to create updated content, missing revenue opportunities, and not even having enough time. I know because I create online courses and I have a solution for you, eLearning Partners. You don't have to be overwhelmed anymore. Become a partner with eLearning Partners to create your courses and training stress-free and achieve the results you want to see. If you are thinking about wanting to create a course or training online and you believe like I believe that no expertise should go unheard, then click the eLearning Partners link in the notes of this podcast and you can start your journey to create your courses and training stress-free. If you want all that and more from the eLearning Partners, hit the link in the podcast notes because there's a free masterclass for you to take. That's right, a free masterclass. Hit that link today. Here at OPC Kicks, Peter Mullen in the house. Uh, tell me what we got here, man. We got shoes everywhere. We got a lot, what, a lot of what shoes. What is going on here? This is looking awesome. Um, so this is like step two in my uh, creative process and making each uh, pair that goes out in the mail. Right. But uh, So the first process is taping them up, but what you'll see here is uh, brought them on the yard and splattered each one individually. Right. So everyone's basically its own artwork. So yeah, this is probably my favorite part of the design process too in creating. Um, you know, because one, it makes each piece individual, but right. two, it's just fun being out there flicking each splatter, making sure everything's covered. So you're working on some, uh, you got black shoes here too, so yep. I'm guessing these, are these wet? I don't want to... Uh, a little bit, but we're little good. Okay. For, for the sake of the right. sake of the vid. Um, yeah, and you'll also see too, so it's a three-step process when I splatter. I have to prep them, yeah. which is taping, and then spraying them with a couple different chemicals. Then it's the splatter work. Mm -hmm. 
and then uh, it's a finish. So you'll see it feels like it's a factory finish oh, okay. on it. Is that like it's, a clear coat? Yeah, clear it? coat, glaze, yeah. waterproofs it, and uh, makes the paint scratch resistant. Oh, so and everything. it does waterproof it. Yeah, waterproofs it yeah. nicely. Especially after you put that glaze on it. That is solid. So how long do you think you're gonna do this and then just pop up the next thing? Cause you were doing some other things before this. Yeah, so what, I don't know, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Uh, I wanna do some sorority and frat stuff in the summer, but a year ago I was exclusively working on old Jordans. Yeah, Jordans right. from 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. Restoring them, making them look new. Mm -hmm. uh, if you would've talked to me a year ago, I would've never have guessed yeah. I was working on Nike I was running shoes. You, a year ago you were. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's been probably it was a solid eight years of Jordans awesome. and restoring and really yeah. in the nitty gritty mm -hmm. and learning materials and paints. Yeah. And uh, now it's solely Nike yeah. Rocher runs, yeah. a running shoe. And it's a shoe now that I've gotten to love and I used to never even wear them. I wear them pretty often now. Yeah. And yeah. I learned it's a shoe that's America seems to like pretty well right. too. Hey. So supply and demand. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's yeah. Uh, let's head inside. Yeah, take let's a look at some on. other let's things. Definitely huh? check it out. All right, we man. got a lot more to see. July. How many, uh, how many cup shoes did you sell, man? A lot. There was, <laughs> dude. July was. I sold like nine hundred and like oh my eighty-four gosh. pairs in July. Wow. And that beat out the. January from January to June. Yeah. <laughs> Multiplied right by ten. <laughs> Still did not beat out in July. Wow. So you gotta make a uh, So July You gotta make a repeat one then. Yeah, so basically I was gonna do um and release them when spring training started and I didn't. And I'm waiting, I'm gonna release them either the day before or opening day. Right. When they're trend in and nice. really just <laughs> These are orders that we'll be getting taped and made this week. Uh, they all came in the mail on Monday. So when they show up, do you give your like FedEx guy a six pack of beer or something? No, like Christmas <laughs> I hook them up. But yeah, okay. so I'm really close to them and they yeah. love it. Each so one these of are, here. yeah, open up that Same one. Thing. Yeah, those, those are the black. Ones, yeah. So those are probably Iowa. Black, yeah. These are white. So these could be whatever they're going to right. be. And then we have gray. Yeah, grays over here. Yeah. We got gray like right here. Yeah. Okay. So they come with the white. Yeah. Now. So that, which is interesting too. Yeah. There's the monochromatics, the white yeah. and blacks, and the gray. These shoes um, are the exact same as the gray and white ones we right. saw earlier, but they have a pink Nike sign. Okay. For women. Um, yeah. So what I do for the women orders is these ones with the pink Nike signs are on clearance. Yeah. For about 21 bucks compared to 65 bucks. Right, right. So I get these shoes, paint them white, the yeah. Nike signs, like the original one, Okay. splatter, nice. and that five to 10 minutes that it takes me to paint that white, right. to this white, yeah. uh, is an easy 30 to $40 that is additional into my pocket. So it's something about just getting creative when I'm looking at what I'm buying stuff. That is, that is, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's just something. And then you'll see too. So it's all, here we can untape it. Oh, you just made the tape guy now. So it's all gray, same yeah. exact. And then this is.
passports. Yeah. I've got my IP addresses, my names, my credit cards, <laughs> my PayPal, yeah. all blocked out from stores from over couponing almost. Oh, really? Using a coupon and really hitting it with that coupon yeah. where I'll save two to three thousand dollars wow. and they see and they're like yeah, oh no, that's no, cool no. you did it it's yeah. fully legal but, but we just don't want you doing it again yeah. how long does it take to tape one of these i would say i got pretty good at it in the yeah. summer in the summer there's no one else taping right i would say now um probably 10 to 12 pairs an hour okay to tape yeah. and cut out the sign right it would take that would do when you get it's those easy, when you get those Yeezys, you always yeah, <laughs> well, when you give me yeah. those Yeezys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get that? Okay, so, um, but this is almost cut. It's weird because this is almost made for that. Like, yeah, so that's where that. that's what got interesting too. Is the shoe that I just did the splatter work on. Yeah. And the idea kind of came to me, and then the sample fabric I got in fit yeah. like it was meant to be made. Right. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's just interesting. You know, people always will tell me, you know, oh, you should do it like this. Like, oh, you should just get all those pre-cut, yeah. which makes sense, but I work with these shoes every day. Not one thing is made the exact same. Yeah. It's a Nike right. shoe, it's made in a factory, but, but everything, this yeah, gonna this different. is going to be different. Gonna be different. Yeah, um, shoes. exactly. So and when you buy one of these, you're, there's not another one. Yeah, no. Nice. Yeah, nice. so it's a... Sweet. It's a good deal. Time and to go up to the studio, I think. Yes, huh? yes, yes. Guys, right, Not too many people get to go up here either. So this is a VIP. OPRF special VIP entrance. Solid. Disrupt Education in the house with OPC Kick. Peter Mullen, the man, the myth, the mystery, the splatter. I could keep going yeah, on. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Look, man, tell us a little bit about OPC Kicks. Tell um, me all about it. What yeah, are... we'll start from the beginning. Uh, OPC Kicks started in about 2006. Yeah. Um, just started using uh, like really old gym shoes that didn't fit me anymore. My brothers mm -hmm. or uh, good friends that grew out of their shoes. Clean them up, paint them uh, all different colors. Just yeah. uh, you know, a kid in a room just we had trying this, to figure something out. That first pair of uh, Yankee yeah, ones that yeah, you, know, you take the sock to yeah, them. Exactly, and, like, uh, it, it was, was real. Rocking. What did people say when you walked in school with those on? It was like, the kids, the younger kids were like, hell yeah. And I yeah. Just the parents were like, what is going on? You <laughs> know, like, that, this is insane. Yeah. One of the biggest, I know you've had a lot of obstacles. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. Um, what drives you to get through those obstacles? How did you learn how to how to pivot? That's where it gets interesting too. Like that, I think comes down to really believing in yourself and mm -hmm. knowing that you can overcome it and get it done. Mm -hmm. Like when I graduated college, right away, you know, I had loans and stuff, and I wasn't making money by right. any means. You know, I wasn't flowing or anything, mm -hmm. so I didn't. You know, and if I didn't have money, one. I couldn't pay off the stuff I owed, right. but I couldn't go out and enjoy myself with my friends mm -hmm. who all took jobs after college, right. you know? Right. Um, and then I had the, you know, the option to, I could apply for jobs mm -hmm. and say, Hey, I could be good. I'd be secure. Right. Or I could really put all my time and energy into this and figure out how to make it a Did business. Did happen right after college? Yeah, basically. Right? I mean, after college, it was like, you, you get a degree. job or yeah, I have this degree and I was good at, you know, whatever either marketing or graphic design work and I really thought out to myself you know I don't want to do that right. I don't want to work for someone I don't want to hate waking up mm -hmm. go to work every day and really not I wanted my life to be something bigger than right. that I wanted something where I started I mm -hmm. grew it 
um, and made it something known so, around. So you have all this there. You have college debt, right? Yeah. You had to pay for college. Yeah. You have no job yet. Yeah. And you're, you're trying to figure out what do I really yeah, want Yeah, what do. I really wanted. Was there financial backing in this? No. Uh, something that came really good that I'm really happy I didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, there were some, like, uh, family friends or mm -hmm. parents that knew I had the drive and knew that it grew a little bit. Right. Um, but that was one of the things I'm most proud of, too, just mm -hmm. not saying, hey, I would love to get a big loan and, you know, get a really nice workplace and hire people right away. Mm -hmm. No, I want the yeah. exact opposite. Yeah. I want to do the nitty gritty, mm -hmm. go through, do every step of everything. Um, if I lost a dollar, yeah. it was out my dollar. So right. I didn't want to lose that dollar again. The... How were you in math in school? Like, did it make sense to you? Yeah, it was funny. Like math, I was never that good at, but like making things make sense, like right. planning something out or, you know, budgeting mm -hmm. or figuring something out, I felt like I was always good at it. Like That's organizing, cool. you know, yeah. organizing and planning something on steps mm -hmm. and making it come a reality because right. that's basically what this whole company has become yeah you're mass producing individual yeah shoes. individual handmade custom yeah. shoes that's very and cool. you know i make sure that the customer knows that right um before purchasing and after purchasing that they mm -hmm. supported uh an artist right. oh, that nice. created a company it's a small business ran you know right at the moment out of a house yeah. that and i was with it's your shoe very cool I, yeah <laughs> very very cool but i was with uh, that shoe from when you placed the order yeah. to when it got dropped off at yeah. the post office. And that story means yeah. a lot to people. Yeah, it does. There's like, your psychology. Yeah, exactly. People really like seeing the grind and something happen. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit. Let's let's yeah, yeah, there yeah, for yeah, a moment. Yeah, yeah. So the biggest challenges in your journey. I know that you, you had a huge fraud. Yeah, yeah. So I was in high school. Um, there was no way of getting a Nike contract. There was no way of anything. Mm -hmm. Start dealing with counterfeit Nikes, right. which yeah, you're yeah. very doing counterfeit. What? Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was something you know I found that they make real good replicas of shoes sure. mm -hmm. for one fourth the price, mm -hmm. and it was something that I was able to get, and it was something that made sense to me that I could have these shoes on hand to fulfill orders. Mm -hmm. And again, I was thinking to myself, I was selling the artwork on the right, shoes. Right. So I wasn't too focused on the shoe itself, mm -hmm. as long as it fit well and wore well. Right. And then, you know, I would buy a case of 16 shoes, a mm -hmm. size run, sizes eight through 13. Yeah. Put all my money, like 1100 bucks into mm -hmm. one order, got stopped by US Customs, got yeah. seized. Oh my gosh. That was like, <laughs> semester into freshman year yeah, that yeah. I built up basically $1,100 right. was everything I had after high right. school and just got a phone call that it was all lost. It was all gone. Tried calling the person I was buying yeah. from. No. no like, oh, you lost them? Yeah. Like, boom. Sorry. Um, so that was something, another thing that I was like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. But I was like, eh. And, yeah, uh, did you ever want to quit? Yeah, so many times. Yeah. I mean, there were times when your bank account goes from 100 sure, yeah. to zero, you don't have anything to show. Right. And it's such a small thing that you wouldn't even mm -hmm. think about. What kept I was you going? Doing, like, yeah, and then going? it was literally, it was my art classes and marketing that I was, you know, we would be given projects to either mm -hmm. market for a company mm -hmm. or uh, do a specific thing in art that you liked or loved. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, it always went back to shoes right. and OPC. OPC mm -hmm. became 
a part of me. Like yeah. it really did. Yeah. And it was funny when I was leaving college, my art uh, professor I was really, really tight with yeah. told me like he was asking what my ideas were after mm -hmm. school and I, you know, told him sorority frat, OPCs, OBC though, that's never yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. And he was cracking up and he knew, he's like, I know you got the work ethic and everything for it. Mm -hmm. But he's like, the hardest thing forever yeah. in your entire life, Sam, now, yeah. is OVC and you are one. Wow. <laughs> you'll never be able to walk away from right. it. He's right. like, the quality, whatever, yeah. you'll never be able to. That is you. Um, and that's something that now I'm thinking of a little bit later, you know, after doing it. Yeah. Even I hired one kid so far and it's like, yeah. And I love him, trust him to death. Like yeah, I know him very well, and he knows about the quality. But I'm still like, yeah. yo, like, yeah. yeah. So get that tape on right. It was overcoming like each thing, and then even after college, my next big problem I ran into was when I finally started getting my website up and running mm -hmm. and uh, getting traffic and selling, you know, consignment shoes and my yeah. own shoes. Um, it was a month I just started getting a lot of orders. I was like, oh, this is interesting, mm -hmm. you know, and I started filling them, sending them out. And then, like, two weeks later, I, like, check my inbox, and I have all these emails, check mm -hmm. my bank account. It's back to zero. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the first month my website ever did good, I got hit with, like, three to $4,000 in credit card, fake credit yeah. cards. right. Which is I lost my product, I lost my time, yeah. I lost my... My money, wow. I lost. It's like you lost it And it, it was just again. gone. First time it sounded like your... First time was rough. Your college professor, kind of, it seems, did did he prevent you from quitting a little bit? Like, um, talking to you about that? I think they both, like, I wasn't the best at graphic design by any means, mm -hmm. or painting even, um, but I was, like, the one that was down to clock the hours. Okay. And before it till looked good. So they knew you had So the they knew that I had the work ethic and hustle, and they... I was totally different than most of the kids, I would mm -hmm. say, in my college, like... I was more of a city, kind of wore a lot crazier clothes. Mm -hmm. So if you were to walk in the classroom, you would probably look at me and be like, oh, this kid's a crazy stoner. Like, yeah. you know, that's literally like, right. like for people, opening yeah. day, that's how every that's teacher I would say look. Wow. And then I would say that my work ethic really showed them like, oh, Shit, did that hurt like, you? Did that no, hurt like you I was going to prove them. They're yeah. like, yeah, like it drove me. Like, yeah. oh, I want to show these people wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be the kid that's dressed crazy and have crazy hair and yeah. like talk like a little crazy, but, but still get A's on my test. So let me ask you this: Can you? Can you? Do you believe you can teach that kind of hustle or that kind of work ethic? Or, yeah, definitely. I think some people. How do you think you learned it? Um, and that's where it gets interesting too. Like. I don't know if I've ever learned it. I mm -hmm. think it was something that I just found I was really passionate about mm -hmm. and really, after doing it for years, understood that mm -hmm. uh, there's a hundred different people that want to do it a mm -hmm. lot better and yeah. want to make it more than you. And finally getting that in my idea and seeing how much work you have to put into it mm -hmm. um, really is like a big part. Like It's one thing to have a great idea. Like mm -hmm. You can come up with the most amazing idea for an app. Right. Um, but if you don't have the drive to really want to push it and mm -hmm. make it and create it and perfect it and then tell everyone that you can and reach out to everyone to download it. Because right. you're turning, you're turning some big Yeah, money. so been lucking out like in this 2016 was like my breakthrough year yeah. and it's really just transferred over to yeah. you know like had over like 2.3 million people go to my website right. in 2016. That's like amazing. that is a lot of people. From little, yeah, little from little, people yeah, exactly. So yeah, now it's getting really interesting, learning the other sides, mm -hmm. marketing it, and now like it's not as important. I feel like 
for me is just my design work, but mm -hmm. to get it in front of the people, to get the orders and really grow the business. Let me ask you this question. If you were a senior in high school and going back to then, because I mm -hmm. remember you, yeah. you, were, you were heavy into this. Yeah, I was. Um, if the high school actually changed up the curriculum to allow you to take half days or something yeah. like that. Do you think you'd be further than you 100%. are now? 100%. Um, that was something big, too, that I was on at college that I talked to my parents about mm -hmm. after, like, the first weeks of being at school. Um, Oak Park, I really believe OPRF is, and the town itself, Oak Park, is such a, like, melting pot of just beautifulness. Mm -hmm. It's diverse. It has... A ton of people in the community that want to help out mm -hmm. um, has a ton of teachers like mm -hmm. yourself that are interested in making sure a student can get what they need or understand what they need to understand is to move on to their next steps. Mm -hmm. um, if there was an option where I could have even been a little bit more involved and focused on OPC kicks, mm -hmm. um, I think I would have took off and had mm -hmm. a breakthrough year years ago. Um, so I think like especially. If anyone has an idea or any kind of entrepreneurship, the most valuable time, most important time is when you're in high school and when you should be able to really designate time mm -hmm. and energy into it. Because you're learning already other stuff, mm -hmm. you should be learning your trade and what you want to be doing if you really believe that's what you want to do and that's what you want to get into. So it just puts you... People are like, oh, you have to wait to go to college to get into a specific thing. Right. Why? Why do yeah. I? Why do I have to go into college? Why right. not? Why do I have to wait till I'm 18 mm -hmm. to pick something that I want to be? If I know I'm really good at this and I want to be good mm -hmm. at this and do it, you should learn this stuff just like your brain. You know, the earlier the better. The better you'll learn it, the better right. you develop more on it yeah. and think about it. Um, and two, like OPRF. 3,000, over 3,000 yeah. students, yeah. bigger than my college, like, mm -hmm. that was something that helped grow the company so much, if people were interested in this mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, and now with the power of Instagram, Facebook, it's as easy as, oh, you go to this college, you go to this college, and mm -hmm. you show a couple friends there, they show their friends, mm -hmm. it can make something, it's not that hard to make something right. known in the United States, as far as a company or yeah. anything, it's just putting in that groundwork, um, but, and, you know, I also... Any advice? Yeah, watch out for credit cards. <laughs> but, uh, no, but yeah, advice too. If uh, if it was to probably just tell more people at the high school than I did, I did a pretty good job. I feel like getting mm -hmm. the word out about it. Like yeah. teachers knew, mm -hmm. all different years knew. Um, but yeah, the advice would be you know put more work in when you're younger and mm -hmm. let more people know about it and learn as much as you can before you really actually go into it. Yeah, you know. Solid, man. Yeah, thanks for coming by. Peter Mullen, OPC Kick, Disrupt Education. Let's go. We'll Let's take over, time. baby. Peace. Peace out. It's a battle of the guys. Superman, Bruce Wayne, pockets full of wads. The Dark Knight in his habitat. Jason with the rat attack. Clark Kent possessing laser attack. Uh. Katana's on a dead back, pool full of blood, gang banging on the flood. Glips stay superior, Hydro Man remains inferior. Universal cruise with a silver exterior. Red skull pinned on the chest, got a black mask. Hail Hydra, Harley Quinn girl, I love when I'm inside ya.